Hey, Zombro fans, Rouse and Twice, I'm back here for yet another one for Week of Zombros Action. I'm joined once again by my wonderful co-host in all the world, Johnny J25. How are you doing? I'm the most wonderful in all the world. All the co-hosts, co-hosts in all the world. Don't flatter yourself. It's very <laughs> rare I get any sort of praise, let alone superlative from Reed. Oh, here we go. Now he's the playing the abusive card, and you're still quiet, actually. Go ahead and talk. Talking, talking, one, two, three, one, two, three. I'm going to boost you one more time to about, oh, let's say plus or minus 450. Let's see. Now go ahead and talk. Talking, talking. What if I do this? Talking, talking. Yeah, it's a little Can better. Can I get a boost? Yeah, you're good there. It's, I think it's a turbo good. boost. Yeah, I think he's good. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So to start this week, we have a whole bunch of stuff to get into. A lot of drama in the community. We have a brand new DLC map. We have uh, what was what was the other crap? Oh, the community discussion, the live stream oh, from Jason Craig. Cool. Did you see that live stream with Jason and Craig? No, I didn't actually. All right. Well, base. I don't because the reason we were late today just now was both me and John are tired of being negative about this game coming week after yeah. week and just having nothing positive to say it's exhausting i'm sure the developers are exhausted that why i might keep I'm up with honest, this podcast i'm honestly getting so tired of coming on this show every week and being negative and i i feel like it happens every week even accidentally yeah where we'll have a topic and then next thing you know it's like oh don't get me started on this feature in black ops 4 they're doing this or they're doing that and it, 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 it honestly, it makes coming on the show every week such a drag. Yeah. And that's not to say that I want to quit doing Zombros, that Reed and I are going to stop doing the show. But I think definitely we want to make an active effort to try to be more positive on this show. Mm -hmm. But, oh, man, is it really hard to do sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what was it on, on Sunday? Or no, it was Monday yeah. when... when everything in the world that could go wrong for Treyarch just did go wrong. Yeah. Like they had the map accidentally release early in Australia. I think hey, part of me feels so bad for them. And then there's another part of me that's like, fuck. Now I have to go on the show and complain about how shitty their marketing is. Yeah. Like, damn it. Treyarch have some good marketing so I can come on the show and not complain about it. I, it's, it's so darn frustrating. I'll mute the donation. Sorry. I forgot to get that open. But that's the frustrating part. I feel like at this point, it's like, it's not, like, Treyarch isn't incompetent. I know they're not. It's just they're too big. It's like too many things are slipping through the cracks when so many details were well, so good I, on I, release. My suspicion is that this wasn't their fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you told me about I, this. My, I, I said this to you. I said, um, the way I imagine Treyarch doing this is that I think Treyarch wanted to be, I think Treyarch wanted to surprise the community. Yeah. I think in their minds, they were like, we're going to do you guys something cool and we're just going to randomly drop on you the first DLC. Yeah. And I know that everybody else in the community would be like, would be like, what? No trailer? You're not hyping this up? Oh man, this game is dead. How could you not release any sort of promotion? Man, Zombies is getting no love. The budget's been absolutely slashed. But I imagine Treyarch was like, for those that have stuck with us and for those that are excited for this update, oh boy, are they in for a hell of a treat when they tune in for Operation uh, Black. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like it was a real way to reward the people that um, that are most dedicated to the map yeah. by giving them... A, it, it's almost like a sneak peek for them because originally the only people who were going to discover it were the people who were going to log on and play this new update, you know? Yeah. It and been then, of course, so everybody cool. would find out. It would have been it would have been great. It would have been a great gift to those who stuck with them through all the turmoil. Yeah. Then the map leaked early. Then they botched it. 
And then we and heard botched. And not only did they botch it, but they didn't say anything, no. which oh, I kind of get because I imagine within Treyarch yeah. it was like it was like a it was like a house fire where they're like freaking out trying to figure out how this happened. Yeah. And then there was damage control from ATVI who was striking channels for um for playing the game early, which I get why they did it. They wanted the gameplay gone, and that was the fastest way to do it. But at the same time, it's an honest mistake, and I sure do hope that those channels have since had their strikes taken back. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this was PlayStation's mistake. I, I, I think, I'm with you on I that. I think PlayStation too. dropped the ball on this one. I don't think this... They, I, they must have listed it early or what, but I don't think Treyarch did this on purpose. 100%. I mean, of course, they didn't do it on purpose, but I don't think it was their oversight. Yeah, it wasn't on their end. And like you said, they can't catch a break, and this only feeds into the issues that are going on. The only way this works, this marketing gimmick, is with the name Dead of Night. Because that's also a play off the name. Like, oh, the map was released in the Dead of Night. Oh, my God, this is craziness. I, mm-hmm. it's still questionable not to promote it, especially the way it is to change their marketing schemes, to try and adapt to the environment around them. But you could well, see I, there was a genuine effort there that you can try and be positive about. You can put, see like, at least, you know, Treyarch's trying to do the right thing and just not executing zombie wise. Again, zombie well, wise. I want to talk about absolute zero blackout and all that. I will later. say I've, I've put a little bit of thought into their new marketing scheme and I, and I think I understand it. Mm-hmm. Like traditionally, the way the way Call of Duty DLC works is there's a map pack. Yep. So you hype up the map pack in the effort of driving as many sales as possible. Yeah. Whereas now they're no longer selling map packs, so as a result, your marketing changes. Yeah. So now, and, and I think you you can see this especially with the marketing for the black with the season pass now or the Black Ops pass, where now it says four new zombie experiences and includes a picture of classified and dead of night. Yeah. So now it's it's less about buy this new brand new backpack, but instead buy our Black Ops Pass, which anybody can buy at any time. So yeah. kind of a, a, a big moment of marketing, like a trailer, might not drive sales in the same way that, say, say that a Black Ops Pass would, where now they're trying to sell the Black Ops Pass and saying, look, it's getting even bigger. You know, there's more stuff. Yeah. So that might be why there is less promotion than a traditional map pack. They might have just changed their marketing scheme to better accommodate the way you would sell a season pass rather than a DLC. Since they're no longer... I I don't think they're selling these maps individually. Not yet. Not yet. Probably after they got all the money out of their season pass, they're not going to do that. Once the season pass is over. But to me, this definitely feels like their drive for the season pass. Although they did release a trailer... But the trailer has no uh, narration in it from any Treyarch devs. Like, you know how trailer... Have you seen the trailer? No, I, I didn't see it at oh. all. Go on the Call of Duty... It's, it's on the Call of Duty uh, website. Okay. I, I looked it up today just to make sure. I'm like, there was no trailer, right? And there was. So it's on the Call of Duty YouTube channel. And you know how traditional Treyarch DLC follows the same formula where you have, like, David Vonderhaar and such and such multiplayer developer talking about these cool new maps. Yeah. And they discuss the maps... And then they get into the zombies map, and this is when Jason Blundell starts talking, or in the past of Jimmy Zielinski. Now what they do is they um, they just kind of showcase the maps without any narration. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they jump to the zombies, and zombies is at the end like it normally is. But now it's a narration that fits the theme of the map and gives you kind of a lowdown of what you're in. You know, it's like, oh, survive the night in the mansion. Um, 
and you don't necessarily have Jason Blundell sitting down and uh, talking about it. It's more right. thematic, I'd say. Yeah, I saw this played on loop during the community live stream, and it was it's so small. And I, I the reason we didn't get a classified music trailer, we didn't get a Voyage of Despair music trailer, we haven't gotten a uh, a Dead of Night. Dead of the Night music trailer is because they're behind. They literally have no time to make trailers when they can't fix the game. And I think they're finally getting there because the good news is my first game of Dead of the Night with a second game with Milo and, the, and that crew, smart guy that would go on to have the controversy. Um, I got out of that, thankfully. They We played for seven and a half hours in one game. One game. Yeah, no, I've I've been I've been keeping up with the subreddit and it seems like a lot of people are in agreement. I've even seen posts where it's like, Hey, this has been a shit show these past two days, but let's give them credit for this map yeah. hardly ever crashing. I think they yeah. have I think they have all their ducks in a row now. Well, there's also not a lot of I was trying to glitch my way around in theater mode and I did find a way under the map, but for the most part, there's not a lot of objects like going on this map. You had like elevators in the previous maps and the gondola and all these other ways that to me just add constant variables triggers that have to show up like when i play dead of night everything's there basically you don't have to spawn anything in it's like the classic days everything's stable you don't have to worry about all right let's put this in the map and all of a sudden the the memory might just whoa what is that and crash the game like Mm -hmm. i don't think that's a a current issue that they have to worry about which is nice dead of the night plays really darn well there's there's so much i'd like to talk about with dead of the night uh today on the podcast it is seriously a very very good map it's not it's not the greatest map. It's not the home run. It's not the DLC to save all DLCs. But it's a solid, fun experience. And this should have been day one. Absolutely. This should have shipped day one with uh, nine. And Voyage of Despair would have been a good DLC one to this. They Because Treyarch has to do the thing in their Treyarch fashion, in their Treyarch way, telling things out of order, it's hurting the narrative. It's hurting people enjoying the maps. It's hurting the overall player experience for the storyline. And it's uh, it's incredibly disappointing to me to see them butchering something that should be fantastic. Like, they have it. It's there. Just the, the decisions they're making, they I, I perceive them, which I could be incorrectly perceiving them being, to be honest with you. And because I'm talking in a serious tone, I'm not angry, I'm not arrogant, I'm just talking right now. So for some of you, I try and understand that. I think it, it seems to me that Treyarch's doing this because this is how Treyarch does things. The rhyme or reason is... Because we said so is what yeah. I'm getting right now for how the storytelling is. It's like, but why? Because that's how we do it. It's like, okay. I mean, that's how it's always been. Where it's like, it's like, why? Remember, remember when they're talking about where we we said, oh, uh, blood, mop, blood of the dead has to have Victus. Yeah. And Craig's like, why? Why yeah. does it have to have Victus? Yeah. Screw you. Here's premise. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like, oh man. So you're telling me we're going back to Mob of the Dead, and we have characters that haven't been touched in a while, but still have a story to tell, lying there in Mob of the Dead, ready to be used, and we're not going to do anything with them. Yep. <laughs> Dead. Gotcha. Because Craig Eason's like, yeah, yeah. Why does it? Ha- why do we have to use them? Why do we have to set this up? <laughs> and then, exactly. You d- exactly. Why do we got to set this up and then deliver? Shut up. We can do whatever we want, you little bitches. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the me. It's it's like that meme. It's like why can't you be normal? <laughs> it's a picture of Craig Houston screams. <laughs> why can't you tell a conventional story? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Mm. I 
I want to give massive, even, I mean, we get positives, right? Silver linings. Massive applause. Not a single staticky gramophone. Not a single one. It's like they're listening to the show. It's, it's, do you know how much better this story was without any static? How much lore people just love on this map? That's because they hadn't invented static in 1906. Oh, see, it was until Voyage of Despair. That's later. You you do know um, Voyage of Despair happens three weeks later. Three weeks later? Yeah, it's three weeks later. It's, it's 19... I think it's still think it's 1918 to start this map. Uh, did, I, did I screw it up? I thought it was 1906 yeah. or something. I only um, know because everyone proofed me on my storyline video. This happens yeah, in... the April is the... Is the Voyage of Spare and three weeks from... It's it's the maps in March, so there's a. Oh man, so difference. she 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 assembled that crew pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. So you did, I was about to ask, did you see the ending? Can we oh, talk yeah. about uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should we should preface this. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the first zombies map I'm not first in the world in. Wow. What? Wait. Wait. What? I know. What? I know. I mean, I've. I mean, it's it says on my Twitter, first in the world, past, present, and future. Um, I'm still going to keep that Twitter, <laughs> but this is the first DLC where I'm not first in the world. And there's, there's a reason there's a reason it's because some butt face at Treyarch thought it was a good idea to drop a DLC right in the middle of my finals week. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, this is, this will be the first ever Treyarch DLC that I didn't play. Wow. Like I mean, I, I I skipped I skipped an IW DLC before. Yeah, World War Two. I think that's the only I, I skipped an IW and a World War Two DLC. Those are the only two DLC I've missed, and during those times, I missed them for legitimate reasons. This DLC, I this is the first track DLC I've ever missed, and it was just like I had two finals on Tuesday. I was driving home on Friday, uh, or no, I had two. Um, the map came out on Tuesday. I had two finals on Wednesday. Um, Monday, Thursday, I was in recovery mode. Friday, I had driven home. Not, didn't get home till late. Saturday, I set up my computer and then had a family party. So I just never played the map. Um, here we are Sunday. Yeah. And it was like, way to go, Treyarch. You could have just waited like one more week and I would have been ready to play this map. And I probably would have played a lot of it because everybody said it's great. But no, this is the first map that I am not first in the world because I still haven't played it yet. I went to go download it this morning and because my internet isn't the greatest at home, it was a long ass download. And I'm like, oh God, this isn't going to go, this isn't going to be ready to download until like 30 minutes before the show, which is when we start to get ready for the show. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't play and set up the show at the same time. So I'm just not going to play. And Reed's going to tell me how cool it is and how much I'm missing out. Yeah, good. I will. And the thing with it, that's a, that's a painful story, John. And I, I went through five years of that shit, packing up my crap and going home. Just literally the time you waste moving your studio. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. That's... I mean, I, I, I sat down, like I sat down Friday afternoon oh. to unpack my studio and then just to, or un, unset up my studio then to have to pack it and then i always get so much anxiety loading up like three tvs into my car oh I my god like, yeah yep. i have like my two monitors i i have a system set up with my computer mm-hmm. where i put my computer behind I, so you know how like in a car you'll have like kind of you'll have you'll have the two front seats this is a two-door sedan 
Um, oh no. This is a four-door sedan. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so you, you know, you know, you have your, you have your, you have like your passenger seat, and then there's like a little divot, and then there's yeah. the back seat. Yeah, yeah. I am able to fit my computer in that divot, yeah, and then I push the passenger seat as far back as possible, so yep. the computer's locked in essentially. Yeah. Never worry about that. Yeah. It's yeah. the monitors. Do you have blankets? So, do you ever take your bedding home and put it in between the monitors? That's what I used to do. This is what I do. I, I so typically when I go home, I have like a I have a laundry basket full of uh full of just dirty laundry. Oh, gross! And I essentially See, you're disgusting. I will essentially take like old like sweatshirts and stuff uh-huh. and like and put put some behind it, and yeah. then I'll put some in front of it, and then I'll lay the next one on top and put even more, and I well, just stuff what, it layers of it like works. It sweatshirts. Works. And then, and then it, the scary one was my big TV. My TV, you'll see, like right there in the corner. I haven't yeah. even set that one up yet. That's the one that I typically play my games on. That one, I just said, screw it. My car was so full that I just didn't have a place to put it, and I just put it in my trunk, just lying flat, mm. and just hope nothing happened. Mm. Um, I haven't even turned it on yet, but yeah. I suspect it should be working. It should be, but that's terrifying. I remember yeah. I set it up. One it is time. a lot of anxiety. I had a big crack in my screen. I was like, fuck me. I, when I got back to school, I had oh, well, a 45 you, inch sharp TV. Ugh. Well, well, yesterday, yesterday Whatever. I was, I was hoping that I was going to be able to download the DLC um, last night and play this morning. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't is because when I got home, my PS4 couldn't connect to like my house's Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh God, please don't tell me that my PS4 like got damaged while I was traveling. Oh. Like, did I, did I break the Wi-Fi connector or something, or the the you know like the router modem, whatever the hell is inside a PS4 that lets it connect to the internet? And then I just realized that like it was just my house internet as a whole being funky, okay. and I couldn't because you know how you have like the two point four and the five band. Yeah. Well, the two point four was working, but the five wasn't. But the PS4 wouldn't be able to find the five band, so I was stuck with the two point four, which was broken. Gotcha. And after several restarts, I finally got that to turn on. Gotcha. Then I had to install the latest update for COD, which took like three hours. Oh God! Then I terrible. fell. Yeah. Then I fell asleep, and when I woke up, I went to install the map, which then took forever. <laughs> oh man, that's rough, John. I tell you, that is mm-hmm. that. That's the way. For, it works. There, there was there was a moment where I thought my PS4 was broken, and I'm like, God, I do not want to go out and buy a new PS4. Oh, right now. Ooh. Just look at all that extra stress you're adding onto your life. Look at all that extra in-between problems just to even try and play a map. That's God bless anybody that does YouTube through college. Just God bless. That is some mm. – it's 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 a uh, – Not to mention other stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to mention indeed. Speaking of things we don't want to mention, let's start talking about the community uh, live stream. With Trey, oh, I thought you were going to jump into an ad read right there. Oh, no, I wasn't going to do the ad read yet. Speaking but... of things we don't want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, John, if you bring it up, that's a perfect time for us to talk about Ironside Computers. Do you need a new computer? Are you in the market for something, I don't know, shiny? Do you want those awesome cable management that have colors on them inside? They do do damn good cable management. So beautiful. I'll tell you that. It's My actually God. Great. It is unbelievable it's shiny you can have all kinds of lights put into your machine and then guess what on top of that it works it absolutely works on top of that is this an apple commercial no it's an Ironside commercial boom look at that take that and you know what even apple's like hey it just works and if it doesn't we'll give it back to you well Ironside gives you support when you buy an Ironside computer that's right you can email them you can call them 
and they're going to help you figure out your problem. So if you're in the market for a computer, consider the link down in the description of my video using coupon code RAD for 5% off your next Ironside computer. We got to get John hooked up with an Ironside computer. We're going to keep Hook saying that until I till I send an I gotta, email. <laughs> I got to say, Ironside is, Ironside is dope. Their computers are great. I use one. I've been using one for the past three or four years. Their cable management oh, is A+. Plus. It's um, so good. Uh, I don't know what else I could say about Ironside other than that they're dope, and they're not even paying. Yeah, not even paying, John. Actually, I don't really, I don't get paid either. We just got the computer <laughs> for full transparency. Oh, they're not even giving me computers. I just, I'm just, yeah, spreading the good word. Look at that. Look at you guys. That would be crazy. Maybe not crazy, but that'd be pretty silly if you went to like their competitor and you got a free PC from another PC building company, and we had ads from both the competing competing PCs, and like a cold war started between the PC companies. But this is why. This is why, like barber shops or not barber shops but like big chain hair salons have their own radio stations ah. so that you're not at haircuttery getting ads for supercut that makes sense i didn't know that john thanks mm-hmm. the more you know you're welcome anywho back to zombies yeah so the community reveal basically or yeah the community live stream put me in a terrible mood and definitely dampered my enjoyment of the map day one because Craig Houston and Jason Blundell showed up and they were cheeky and it was not good because they ignored everything for the most part, including Carlings. They sort of made it sound like it was the community's fault for not liking the game, which was a rough way to go. It opens with John Rafkatz being like, hey, Thanks, Australia. It's like, yeah, it's Australia's fault the game got uh, released no, I early. Thought the, I thought the thanks, Australia, was pretty tongue-in-cheek and funny. I, I hope so. I like that. Okay, well, I was not in a good mood to start this after playing the map for a little bit, being like, well, uh, I don't know about this. The Easter egg really helped redeem this map into something special. But then Jason and Craig get on, and Jason talks about, like, despite us having to get the game stable, like everything we've been talking about and assuming – They've just been working on the game. It's 100%. we got to get the game stable. Everything else can go fuck off. If the game doesn't work, we have nothing to keep. Like if we keep if we make new stuff and it's not fixed, the new stuff's going to be broken as well. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's understandable. What's the, point, what's the point of adding all these stuff if the game is broken? Totally get that. Yeah. So that's where that came from, and it was understandable. But then he has a comment about, like, you guys want it, a tier system? We didn't even promise something like that, and we added it to the mode. We're great. And it's just like... Are you Jason? Like, before I carry on with this, it's just I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't want to go too far with them. It's just Jason and Craig, you're both very intelligent human beings. You're both very creative human beings. You're very successful human beings. You haven't gotten to this point by luck. I well, refuse. Let's not just assume they're human beings. That's, That's fair. Okay. All right. Fine. We can do that. They might be robots or cyborgs. But my God. Successful, yes. Human? I don't know. Don't treat us like we're idiots. I I really was getting that feeling. And you're better than this. You're so much better than what we're seeing on these community live streams and being quiet and all this type of stuff. You're way better. I know there's a whole bunch of stuff you want to say. And potentially, that's not the platform to do it. Maybe that's not the way you do address these things because this is really PR time for promoting the map and all that. But my God, they're... There is a certain way of handling this, the community right now, and it feels like 
I, I just felt like an insult to my intelligence that I was just some more mouth breathing idiot consuming whatever they were throwing down my mouth. Like, oh, okay, it's fine now because he's smiling. It's like, that's <laughs> like, oh. So I beg you to just do what you're best at and, and treat us like we're not children. And that's probably hard because of Reddit. But man, it was difficult to listen to because they implement the the new tier system in zombies, right? We have a daily skip. You get to 15 rounds in zombies, you get to skip. Now, that's really cool because Absolute Zero and the new tier system they implemented in multiplayer and blackout is fabulous, John. The rewards, you know, every single reward, there's 100 tiers. Every day you can earn a a daily skip, meaning you could get uh, 67, I think it started at uh, 70. So you could get 70 free levels. So you pay for play for an hour a day and you're going to be able to unlock everything way before with like 20 days to spare. You'll be able to unlock everything in the game mode. You can get all these amazing outfits. I was tweeting them out on Twitter. I love what they're doing with the customization, with the characters, the gladiatorial mm-hmm. stuff. They even have, like, they move and glow the outfits now, like, you know, the storm camos on stuff. Yeah. Your outfits, dude, about. are just wonderful how they're doing it. It doesn't feel like a slog fest right now to, to get that stuff in the tier systems, but it's for multiplayer. And, and Jason was boasting on the show about, hey, you know, we did this for, for you guys. We didn't have to, but we, we heard you and we listened. It's like, Jason, they wanted customization for zombies. And by the way, John, the tier system, once you earn the daily skip in one of the three modes, that's it. You don't get three daily skips. You get one daily skip. So if I get one kill in blackout, I can't get another daily skip. One, It's only one kill in blackout, one win in TDM, oh. or 15 rounds in zombies. So that's where this becomes like, what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. It's just like, boy, we, we delivered. It's like... Okay, it's for the people that aren't good at multiplayer and blackout to earn items in that by using zombies. But the only problem I have with that is just like, but why? It's multiplayer stuff. We got more face paints, though, John. They doubled down on face paints. We got that magic (laughs) back. (laughs) Let's go. So I very much believe that the... Tra- like, I'm going to make this video tomorrow on Monday, but in, in short, it, this game's going to be fine in two months. Like, Treyarch's trying to win back the community is the exaggerated title for tomorrow. The, I see it all. It's all lining up. Like, those outfits we see in multiplayer, that's going to end up in zombies at some point. The customization of the, the guns, the mastery guns, or whatever they're called. I, I keep messing it up. I apologize. All that stuff is going to end up in zombies mode. They're just two months behind now. And we're just going to be lagging the whole year. Is going to be two months behind. And that's going to be frustrating for the community who paid for a product that wants it today. They want what multiplayer has today. So take that with a grain of salt. I also find it hard to listen to how cool it is for the studio to work with celebrities now. Because it really sounds like an excuse for, like, Treyarch just to work with people in their favorite movies. And it's just like, well, why don't you focus on the game? Speaking of the celebrities in this map, I yeah. want to make a few comments. Okay. First off, the dude in Game of Thrones don't care about because I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Okay, he's he's that awesome though. I like him. That statement's gonna piss people off, I'm sure. Eh. Second one, very glad. Uh, what's her name? Isn't uh the one woman in the map? Zena. Yeah, it's Bellatrix the Strange. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what made me hype about it. When yeah. I found out it was Bellatrix, I was like, I like this a lot better than Ron Swanson's new wife. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, Ron Swanson's new wife is great and all, but then I'm like, oh shit, she's like, I I googled her name and I'm like, she looks familiar. Mm. What is she in? And then I'm like, then it clicked, and I'm like, oh, she's Bellatrix, and I'm like, hell yeah, because Bellatrix is great in the mm. Harry Potter movies. She's so great that one made over movies. She's a wonderful actress. Although I have a really hard time with Boss Nass and zombies. <laughs> I ha- I can't I I can't I, I I just I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to go binks. Oh my like god, that. from Pepper Pig, that guy. I like them all. All the characters play really well to me. I think they're all interesting enough to not annoy me. I don't Wait, hear now. Pepper, we're cooking with gas. Did you say Pepper Pig? I don't know what the show is, dude. I don't have younger siblings. Oh no, I was refer- I was referring to I was I was I was referencing uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, but isn't that the same guy that played, or is it that a different person? Oh, he might be. He might be. I don't. I know I thought about he that. played Boss Nas. Boss Nas. Nas. Boss Man. Nasty. Jar Jar Binks is Boss Nas is played by Brian Blessed. That's him. Who is in yep. the zombies map? Oh, is yep. he? He's oh, a general. Right. We talked about. He's this. a general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know who he is in Star Wars, and I know who he is in zombies, but I forgot that he was also in Peppa Pig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Craig commented on in his thing. <laughs> is the... Craig a big? Is Craig a big Peppa Pig fan? Apparently, he's oh, like you. You either know him from Flash Gordon or Peppa Pig, and I'm like wrong. I know you're him. Skipping the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. He helped topple the Confederation in the defense of Naboo. <laughs> This man's a legend. He's a war hero. He well, yeah. he made Jar Jar a general too. He is, yeah. Which let you know you could blame Boss Nas for the fall of the Republic because if he doesn't let Jar Jar Binks, like if he puts him in jail, if he doesn't forgive him, or if he doesn't like let him become a, a war general that ends up becoming like winning his battle and getting all these rewards he never gets the emergency senate position of naboo he never gives the supreme chancellor power and sidious never takes over the senate nah sidious would have just manipulated somebody else yeah you're totally right but jar jar binks was easy as shit (laughs) shout out shout out to when uh when everybody thought jar jar was darth Sidious or plagueis or whatever darth yeah Ooh, he's also in Tarzan. Who was he in Tarzan? I don't know. But uh, Peppa Pig, I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, it's You're missing strange. Out. I guess quality so. quality children's programming. I'll I'll go out on the limb and say uh, best children's television show. All right. On TV right now. Okay, that's a strong opinion there. But all right. Behind behind the Octonauts. Though, right. Definitely firmly before the Oct. I have definitely no idea what you're talking about. Oh, he's also Clayton in Tarzan. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yo! Oh, I thought Come you were talking on, about like a live action Tarzan. Get out of no, here! No, no, he played he played Clayton in the uh, in the in the Disney one. The yo, this guy's this guy's part of my life, my childhood. Yeah, Holy jeez! Craig Houston, you're skipping all the all the his, big ones. Uh, That's my world. You. Uh, Flash he also played Gordon, old person. I know you're Excuse a Kingdom Hearts me. fan. You'll appreciate yeah. this one. He also reprised his role in Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, it's Clayton, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what came to my head was like, oh my god, I've been hearing Clayton's voice like oh. for I played I that game Clayton so many King. times. That's amazing. I didn't know Clayton was in Kingdom's Heart. I just yeah. remember from Tarzan. He's in there uh, from the many times I've bought Kingdom Hearts 1, 1.5, all the god darn remixes. I've heard uh Clayton, he gets on top of this chameleon thing and he just starts shooting you with his shotgun. It's great. It's pretty great. 
Ooh, he reprised his role in the Lego Star Wars The Empire Strikes Out mini show. Strikes mini Out. Show. All right. All right. Easy. I don't know. I, 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 don't know I need to talk is. about callings. Give me a moment. I need to talk about callings. Uh, I thought this, all right. We'll, say, we'll this, save all this for Yeah, this is the last, last bit about the live stream that was just a complete joke. It was laughable. It felt insulting, but I know they didn't mean it. So, I don't know. They'll get better. It's going to get better. Um, it most likely will get better. <laughs> the winter callings that, that that was probably the most Jason Blundell like he doesn't get it I feel like because John Rafkatz goes like he's looking at his notes he's like so Jason uh what are winter callings and he goes well they're callings in the winter and it's like oh my god you're promoting the game right now oh my god I feel like that that's like that's Jason Blundell wow. getting a little too stuck in his own head. I feel like you know, yeah, like he, he he got stuck in Jason Blundell mode, where it's it's almost as if you were on the other side of that question asking, "Hey, uh, who's uh, the blind portrait from Kino?" Right. Of course, now we now we know the answer, but like as if as if that's what you had asked him, you know. I, I mean, he just gives like a cheeky answer. It's like, yeah. no, Jason, you're here doing promotion. <laughs> this is somebody from Treyarch Activision. <laughs> Give him a real answer. This is what we pay you for. <laughs> you're not get in trouble for revealing what winter callings are. I was, I would, you could just see like John oh, Rathcast like further, further proof that Jason might be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jason's <laughs> our robot with Zuckerberg. All right, all right. I, I need, I need the community. We need to go full sleuthing mode to determine uh -huh. whether or not Jason Lund is or is not a robot because yeah. with an answer like that that seems a little robotic to me it's just dumbfounding to hear him say that because winter callings are basically da or daily challenges and all callings are just daily challenges from bo3 like we worried and they're garb i mean it's nothing better i don't know why this was in day one it's the same thing from bo3 excuse me and then they told us that the system was basically if not exactly, built in Zetsubo Nishima. It's been running on Black Ops 4 system. So why, daily daily challenges were already in BO3 system, which was technically BO4 system, so it should have been in BO4. So I, I just it's just odd how it all turned out. These are features we've already experienced, so it doesn't feel new. Uh, factions had absolutely no conversation. There was nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> yes i as i as i as i dig through the uh i don't mean to derail the conversation right. but as i dig through the brian bless imdb i found he played he reprised his role for a third time as clayton in the 2003 classic extreme skate adventure which you've, if you've ever played before is arguably the best skating game featuring iconic disney characters this game rocks I had no I idea about. Game. I didn't know about this game. You've never played. Oh, this game. I might have played it. I think I played Buzz Lightyear on the Toy Story one, though. Like it's super small in Andy's room, and all his toys are out, and you're skateboarding. Yes, that's exactly. That's exactly it. That's the this one I is, remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't buy it. I played it at a friend's house. That's why I'm oh, not game, familiar. This game is. This game is amazing. Um, and the soundtrack. The soundtrack is great too. Well, I gotta be if you're just screwing around doing kit flicks. You gotta be jamming out. And it's not it's not Disney music. I forget what music was in the soundtrack, but oh, I just cool. remember it being iconic. That's All awesome. Right, back back to the show. I'm derailing. <laughs> back to the show. I'll uh, stop browsing Brian Bless's IMDb. That's all right. He's an interesting guy. Good for him. But I don't. Oh man, I Google extreme skate adventure, and the first thing that comes up is soundtrack. So I can't be the only one that agrees <laughs> nice. the soundtrack was iconic. Nice. So we 
we did. They finally delivered. Like, remember their blog post? Because it basically this interview sounded like the blog post. It sounded like this, like, hey, that day one content we're bringing you 60 days later, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess. I just imagine, I guess like, that's that. he's just the rock in Milwaukee. He's like, you're welcome. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to need that boat. <laughs> you know his metaphor he always uses about building the boat and fixing it as you, you get to the end? Mm-hmm. That's that's what he's doing He's with the game. Anywho, we're, I'm tired of that, done with that. Let's talk drama and let's do it quick. Oh, the spicy part. This is when the podcast gets spicy. So get well, I, I talked to you about ready. this, so I don't know. We'll see. Welcome we... to Hot Ones, the show with hot <laughs> questions and even hotter wings. Oh, come on. <laughs> even hotter guests. Uh, I got it wrong. You're right. No, no, you got it right. But everyone always complains that they don't say even hotter guests. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. So the drama that unfolded, I'll set the stage for you a little bit, but summary is just like this is who this is ridiculous like i don't want to give this stuff the time of day this is such a waste of energy this is such a waste of time this is not worth getting upset about it's so there's a big big anti milo post on the uh it's not a big post but i just i know i I went on the subreddit and i saw it and i'm just thinking to myself like get a hobby guys 100 (laughs) percent. like find something else to do One two months ago, they're posting everything. Don't play the map. Have fun. Stop bitching. Oh no, I'm mad. This guy had this. Just play it. But but what? I have a little list about doesn't matter, and there are reasons why. There's logical explanations for why these people are upset. But it's to this point where the world is in such a tough place. Like um, Russia just took a city in uh, what was it? God dang it! They took Crimea, but then they they took a city. Out of uh, Czechoslovakia? What? No, nope, that doesn't exist anymore. What is it? Ukraine. They literally just took a Crimea. city in Ukraine. No, no, they took Crimea, Crimea already, and they took oh. the city in Ukraine. They took oh, a I city mean... in Ukraine, and they're part of the UN. Not and a want... city in Ukraine. No, dude, they're like, World War Three. Jesus Christ! And they're just like, uh, I guess we're just to avoid World War Three. we're just going to give Russia that city. And Russia's like, yeah, that's always been a Russian city. So they just redrew the border. It's just like, what is happening? <laughs> Not to mention Kanye versus Drake, as pointed out in your comments. Oh, yeah, that's another just nonsense thing. I just like, oh, there's so much bad in this world. And then to do what's happening right now is just asinine. So I'm going to go a little quick because I feel like it's a waste of energy. But do the full lay of the land. A Milo smart guy, noob face and job. We're all doing the Easter egg. And basically a guy that's really good friends or potentially the ex play tester at Treyarch knew all the steps of the Easter egg and was feeding them the steps. Conventionally, conventionally, we as live streamers and YouTubers, we always take suggestions from chat. Oh, this that's is how, how we solve Easter eggs. Always. Let's be real. Always. You would have never solved DE no. without the chat. No. We solved and not, it. After not, the not only, like, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know whether or not spikes down, and from there was our stuff. But I don't know if, um, I don't know if actually anybody ever gave you a specific step that helped you while you were solving the DE stray. But quite frankly, you were working off the shoulders of giants because people Every had time. found steps before you. Exactly. And the way those that. people found the way those people had found steps were through suggestions from comments. Because let's 100%. be honest. Nobody ever just sits down and solves that Easter egg by themselves. They're no. never solved like that. So, not anymore. Not anymore. Maybe essentially. So how is but- how is how is a Milo or anybody supposed to know when they're taking suggestions from comments like they always do 
that this dude is the friend of or is actually an ex playtester. How the hell are you gonna know that? It's it's like, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at I'm looking at my comments right now and I'm seeing names like Elijah Martinez and Morali and Rex underscore thousand assassin tuck forty two. How do I know any of them aren't developers or testers? Yeah. I don't you have no idea that they could be feeding you stuff. Now, the argument against is, well, the, every step is working as this guy is feeding you it, so that should send off alarms. Baru, so, so ban the my, guy. I, so screw that. Am I supposed to am I supposed to just like handicap myself? Because quite frankly, mm -hmm. if if I'm going to ignore this guy, well then he's just going to tell the next person and then they're going to do it's going to happen right. either way. Now, why do I why do I have to not that I was involved in this, but uh -huh. hypothetically if yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah, put yourself there. Why do I have to go on a moral pedestal and say no, I am going to actively ignore this guy because I suspect what he's telling me is actually correct. Just you know? so now add the next complication layer onto this that Cuz if I don't do it somebody else will. They, and, and sure and and sure I guess I guess you could say that's greedy. Yeah. But let's be honest. I'm like, the, the YouTuber game right now. So, and this is his job and full time what he's doing. But just wait. I'm not even done. It's going to get even more ridiculous because they believed that this guy already solved the Easter egg. So they knew they weren't first in the world. And they said, okay, we're just going <laughs> to. Yeah, right. Sorry. sorry. What? No, I'm just responding uh, to. So, so when I listed off a bunch of names in your chat, yeah, one yeah. of them, Assassin Duck 42, just responds, John, I'm unemployed as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So he might not be a Treyarch <laughs> developer but, but some of those other names might be so they now thought okay he solved it so let's finish it like we always do like when we're running an egg we go to finish it anyway when baru gets it smart guy gets it milo gets it noah gets it we finish you, you still try and get second third fourth in the sense of just i got the cutscene now i can go mm -hmm. make videos and be on with my life all yeah. of that is going through those streamers heads as they're doing this uh in comes Glitching Queen. Uh, <laughs> someone who's had a... <laughs> Enter Glitching Queen. From uh, just like enters, the, has now entered the game or has joined the chat. Uh, she... Just when, just, just when we think we have the drama all sorted out and we know what every party involved did. <laughs> in enters Glitching Queen. She decides oh, to release the ending cutscene before they finish because she has determined that this is a developer and or somebody that QA tested and they are now cheating. So she doesn't feel bad that she cheated and she's going to post it. Now we're going to get breakdown to that in a moment. So she posts the cutscene and claims first in the world. Uh, this is the most stories. Johnny J thing in the world I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Think about it though. You know how I on this show have on multiple occasions have claimed to have sold Easter eggs before everybody else. And then uh, she just decided that I wouldn't release it because I want other people to have the glory because uh -huh. I'm that generous. Yeah. This is exactly what Glitching Queen has actually done, where she's like, I've already completed the Easter egg, but I'm not going to release it. I'll let other people do it. Oh, wait, the Easter egg's been ruined. I guess I can go ahead and release it. She did that too this is, with her. This is some Johnny J level nonsense. She also did that with a side quest for this map. They solved the, this, this crossbow spike gun thing. And then they released it first in the world. They were waiting for people to get almost done with it, and then they released it to be to have it up first. So it's mm. just like, I I'm very confused by Glitching Queen and her intentions all the time. I don't know if it's ignorance, if it's willful, but like, 
She po- then she posts an explanation video afterwards, right? And she starts saying, like, two wrongs don't make a right. You know, we cheated, but then they also cheated. So they were clearly being fed the steps. So okay, everyone's it's, wrong. It's like, it's like one, well, first off, I actually have no issue with the cheating, mm-hmm. so long as you're upfront about it. Like, first off, let, let people who are actually doing it legitimately go first. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are going to cheat it, so long as, like, you're upfront about it, I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But there are levels of badness where being fed the steps unknowingly is not as bad as actually glitching your way to the ending and then releasing it early. To clarify, apparently she never, ever got... Uh uh claim first in the world she just posted it as soon as possible before anybody else could so okay but that's just just to qualify for the people that i i misinterpreted that's on my fault i appreciate the correction uh that's i mean i mean that's better yeah but it's still not great you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) did she put her logo over the ending cutscene? see well so right so now you go back to gaming revolution issues with classified you go back to her getting the leaked trailer earlier and she's just confusing what her intentions are when she does this stuff to release it early to the community. I, I don't get – she also – like the way she phrases it too, it's just like I don't I don't understand what's genuine and what's I, I, just ignorance toward whatever she's doing. Regardless, I'm not here to speculate on that type of stuff. Let's keep going. Uh, so she makes a video, and then smart guy starts getting tons of hate. He ends up getting a strike against his channel because people are trying to hack his channel. They're reporting his channel for cheating and all this stuff. And so now he's in trouble, and his whole life is Twitch. So it's literally an attack on his livelihood. It's super not cool, and he basically wants to leave the community at this point. I don't blame him for the toxicity. So we, we have all this confusion going on. And Glitching Queen, by the way, just glosses over the fact that she glitched the game to get the ending before anybody else could. You don't... The mutation glitch doesn't, like, hey, Easter eggs unlocked. That's not how that works. You yeah. still have to know the steps. Like You, you punch... You, you go into mutations, you punch in the Konami code, and then, boom, you've got the Easter egg ending. There is a whole other side to this being, like... Like, you definitely had to have used some of those, some of those steps, yeah. even with mutations, to get through. So it's not like you're holier than them for not Yeah, and I don't think steps. she claims that, either. She points that okay. out. It's just like, we're both not right. We both didn't, but... But posting that video only stirred up even more nonsense. Yeah, well, you know like... what? You know what? Uh, Noah and both John have, John has now seconded it. Makes what? a good point when he says, like, I'm I'm missing something. How does Glitching Queen beat the Easter egg so fast? Custom mutation glitches don't hey. help solve. Uh, so that's exactly, exactly what I, the point I just said. Yeah, look, yeah, look at like, We're on the same page here. That's what I'm saying. It's just like. It's like. It's like what? It, it's like this shit doesn't add up. Yeah, so like to come out and like to post a cut scene and be like, ah, oh, we both did a bad thing. It's just like, but, but both, what we, do you mean? We both, we both made an oopsie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> an yes, beautiful. Yes, oopsie doopsie oopsie. Oh, oh I wow. love how he does that now. PewDiePie uh, to, makes an oopsie like every video now. PewDiePie <laughs> makes an oopsie. Glitching <laughs> Queen makes an oopsie again. <laughs> to me, to me, this feels like a big situation oh, it's where it's so good. Oh. A, to me, yeah, I feel like I feel like both parties, I guess, technically did something wrong, but it's like one party did something a lot worse than all of the other parties, and uh, then they're claiming that they're on the same level. I you know? yeah, it's kind of disingenuous it's, it's, when you put it that way. 
it's it's like my well, not that they're Milo and Smarka and all them under the bus, but what their team did, I feel like there's a there's a lot of plausible deniability where I I can yeah. definitely see how this happens, and I really don't have an issue at all with what they did. Where it's like glitching clean, there are several layers of obfuscation you're going through that make it seem already suspicious. Yeah. So it's like there's some uh, th- it, there's missing information that's making this really strange. It, it's and mm-hmm. to put out the video to follow up, it just it's strange. And to see the Reddit is just disgusting at this point. I oh oh I oh, I, I, I won't look at it. I'm just you, so you know that you know that you know that gl- that gif of Don Glover on Community. Anyway. Yeah 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 yeah. It's when he when he walks into the room and he's got the <laughs> that was me going on the subreddit the Wednesday after my finals. Uh huh. Uh, oh, I just want to clarify, um, yeah. Milo asked, yeah, "What did he, what did he do wrong?" It's, it's not, um, no, it's I, not like I, I'm that, not, Milo. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't mean yeah. to say that you did anything wrong specifically. I'm just going off of my understanding of the story, where I guess you were playing the, uh, you were playing the map, mm-hmm. and then you had that developer or the friend of the developer, the QA, the QA you guys, tester, you had the, the QA, QA tester, tester feeding you guys the steps, and then um, <laughs> with those steps, you were able to solve the Easter egg. Right. I don't you did anything inherently wrong no but, but you've been you've received backlash from the community backlash i think that is unfounded frankly sure. but queen is trying i feel like queen is trying to equate this to the same level of what she did which is so strange it's so which is weird who got like who got first by the way who did yeah, that I, i'm not I, I i not entirely sure but i just i just want to clarify milo i don't think you actually did anything wrong quite frankly well, I don't see, but that's the thing. Like, he didn't do anything wrong, but his game game got tainted. It's sort of like you yeah, know, when yeah. you win the World Series, but you have a bunch of guys on the team that took steroids. It's like, well, the shortstop didn't take steroids, but the other guys are cheaters. So, for like any sports analogy you want to do, let's say uh, football, for example, soccer for American. Like, if you have a bunch of guys doping on the team, well, it they don't change yeah. the whole damn team. Like. A messy you... is still gonna be messy, and he's like, "Great, think... now it's tainted." Wait, why is Messi in the World Series now? No, no, no. I went over to shop oh. the World Cup oh, for okay. soccer because baseball is not relatable, and most people think it's boring. So I tried to go to one of the most popular oh. sports. No, my my uh, JC, I think summed it up perfectly when he said, "You read your chat, dude. Yeah. You're not allowed to read your chat, Milo. I can't believe you." I, I just you know, that's that's exactly that's exactly it. You did something that really. Everyone I don't think does. I don't think it, every everybody does, but the community and the Reddit and the Reddit has been in the Reddit has been un, abnormally shitty this week. Like the Reddit is Oof. shit. Oof. And that's coming from me who often takes the side of the Reddit. But I, I popped on it on Wednesday and it was like, this is just a whole new level of shit posting. And I'm like, this is just awful. I, um, I haven't read the Reddit in so long. It's been like months. And then I went on to see the the see if it was solved, the ending cutscene, and then it was. And then I went to go double check a shield guide, and then I saw all the mess that happened. I'm just like the Reddit is the Reddit right now is good for only one thing and one thing only, and that's their like complete written guides, which are great for quick glances when you need them. They're pretty garbage. Everything else, no <laughs> other reason to go on the Reddit. They they're they're rough. I hope they've been getting updated, but man, it's been some they're like it's in this place and you're like there's it's in the study you know it's an entire room where in the study is is a symbol but yeah it's uh i I, the whole thing seems a waste of time a waste of breath a waste of energy 
I don't think anybody can claim first in the world, and it doesn't matter at this point. So, like, here's and even the I'm not even I'm not claiming first. Not in the world even Johnny Jay's claiming first in the world. That is when you know it's over. First in the world at this point is meaningless. Um, yeah. So, like, what do Easter egg hunts bring? And first in the world, what does that bring? Uh, the argument is excitement. It brings creators together, typically. Uh, now in this day and age that you're working with people you wouldn't normally or friends, you're getting it's this group effort to solve a puzzle. It can be a very positive experience. It can be it can make the map more than it is, and it's about that journey you go on. It can really make these maps. But the other side of these is people won't share steps. People are going to leech off and steal endings to try and make money uh, because views and money. And that's the business incentive. They, if some guy like Revelations ending or like the classified guys, if they just go over, they saw the Easter egg. Any YouTubers like, I'll give you 200 bucks for that. I, I will literally send you 200 bucks in PayPal if you send me that clip right now because I'll probably make a thousand bucks off the video if I get to post this right now. And that's just business. But that, that starts m when money gets involved. All of a sudden, the Easter egg quest isn't this genuine journey anymore. Uh, and then yeah, the Easter egg, the Easter egg quest hasn't been genuine. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Been, and also let's let's remember that this isn't the first time this has happened. No. And I don't want to I don't want to throw no under the bus, but didn't we have a similar drama like this with him and um, I think it was in Exo Zombies? Yeah, and Dalek, and they were all on Twitter was it, was posting it, um, the fucking steps. Uh, like, was it was it what what map was that? Was that Descent? Or no, it wasn't Descent. It was the ship. What's the ship one called? Carrier. Carrier. I feel like it was Carrier, right? Was that was that one of them? I remember Decker's card was such a son of a bitch, and people were going nuts it trying might, to figure out where that was. And then they just, they used to always have these snarky little tweets online being like, got the next step. And that, to me, that further divided the community. When And that's why Reddit would get more fuel for their fire and hating YouTubers to see shit like that. Which is like, no, they're normal dudes. No, but they're excited and they're trying to be like, hey, oh, I'm close and I want to be first in the world. It just, it just creates this terrible terrible cesspool of of competition and then world war ii was like giving out trophies for it as well so it's just like mm -hmm. and this encourages people to data mine glitch and cheat and then that kind of comes the full circle of where where we came with this i think i think we can only i think at the end of the day there's only one thing we can all agree on mm -hmm. is that jason blundell is gonna have trust issues when it comes to qa testers <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 if I good luck getting a job at Treyarch right now as yeah. a QA tester, because that might be one of the most rigorous interview processes in the world, where you'll have to go through like multiple lie detector tests to make sure that you won't like ever release their steps. Yeah. You can't have and, like, social like, media accounts. The, the it'll be like it'll be like you're banned from social media. You're banned from using the internet. You have to live in their studio. You live in the Treyarch next basement. to next to Jimmy. Next to yeah, Jimmy. You, you and Jimmy get to live in the basement, but don't worry. You can look at the timeline. It's in a glass case and you just stay down there for the rest of your life where there is no connection to the outside world. And but you, you test our game. Test, you test their game. Like, With, oh, man, how do you how do you oh. how do you trust QA testers after this? Bringing up the QA testers, without a doubt, um, there was way more to that story with the guy leaving Treyarch and getting fired over nothing because he continued to leak more stuff as it went on. Uh, lead like leading up to this release, the guy's got issues. That's that's very apparent. He was not fired over missing a time lunch break and, pardon me, all this type of stuff. Oh no, no I agree. I totally agree with that. And there. I bet Trey no knew this, this was... was probably going to happen. Because, because especially in that situation, you only heard one side of the story where you have a disgruntled employee who is, of course, not going to mention any of the their bad misgivings. Things he's done. Yeah. 
So. You know, there's two sides to every coin, and this guy, I mean, I don't really feel like rehashing drama. That's like, yeah, I'm, I'm already this over this shot. They I really fired don't me for taking a lunch break. It's like, okay, well, yeah, let me it. see like your past like several years of performance reviews, and let's really see if that was the case. Yeah, that's not to say Treyarch's is angel environment either. We I've heard plenty of people who love working oh, at Treyarch oh, say rough things about a, Treyarch. There's a reason I do not want to go anywhere near uh, yeah, game development this. when I graduate. Yep. It's a really that rough industry, industry. That industry is tough. And that probably breeds all the issues that we are experiencing with this game. So I think I think that's going to wrap it up. I think it's a waste of time. Uh, who gives a shit about First in the World anymore? It doesn't mean anything. It used to be valuable for, like, gaining subscribers, gaining views, and cultivating the community. It was, But now, it, like, it's just... I mean, some people that post the, the endings don't even get that many views. It, it's just the normal co- people who are the biggest mm-hmm. top dogs in the community still get the views. So it does... There's so little incentive for other smaller creators or other people to be doing this race besides the fun of it. And I think that's what people have to try and take away is try and have fun with the Easter egg hunts and let all this stuff go because this is just theirs. And that's not to play down how much it means to them, though, because I don't want to play the game of, like, the what about game, right? Where, hey, well, there's there's people starving in Paris, like I talked about on a previous episode of Zombros. Like, uh, Jeff made that equivalent to Fallout... Uh, 76 and just like there's people starving in the streets why be mad about fallout 76 being a bad game go play something else so in, in the same respect just because people cheat it to get to the end of an easter egg feature in game that you yourself have to like you you got to go out of your way to spoil it just it wasn't presented right it gets back to the presentation that treyarch's messing up on it, it ruins your how you feel it's just completely emotional how this ends up affecting you at this point this is not something to destroy other people's lives over. And I think it's incredibly, incredibly short-sighted, cruel to be doing this to all the YouTubers to try and throw shade at Queen, at Milo, at Smart Guy, and Jav and Noob. I'm pretty sure they're not getting any of the brunt of it. Let it go. There's other things we can focus our energy on and try get and do a hobby better things. Or- Get a hobby or play the play the map and just yeah, or home. even repurpose the game. The map is good. It's not even one of those things where you can be like, I got cheated out of my money. Like, there's other really good yeah, logical reasons which, you could speaking have. Speaking of which, I feel like we've we've beaten this dead horse for a while now. Let's get into the actual content of the map. I yes. want to talk this Easter egg ending. I love because I really like it and also dislike it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll start with the bad. Yeah. Something about the animation. Oh yeah. In this in this cutscene feels off and i can't put my thumb on it and you know what i felt i felt the same way when i watched the intro Mm cutscene. and what it was and i think nick zaro did a great job of this is that one there wasn't any narration so you know what i think the best comparison to the intro to this map is the intro to uh uh first off fuck you raven red peppa pig is not garbage sorry (laughs) i was reading the chat uh you're wrong no uh so I, i feel like the uh the intro to that map is very similar to the intro to uh, Voyage of Despair. Mm-hmm. But the difference is Voyage has this narration where um, where Dead of the Night doesn't, which yeah. makes it just feel awkward. Oh, and so... Then, in addition to that, something about the something about the, the, the animation felt off. Definitely. But then Nick actually went in and re-edited the, uh, the intro cutscene to Night of, Dead of the Night yeah. in order to improve the pacing. Yeah. So I think it was originally like four minutes long. He yep. cut it to about two and a half minutes. Yeah, it felt better. So much better. So much better. Nick actually did a really good job of like just improving the pacing of that cutscene. Um, uh, yeah. So, so the animation just feels off in this in this map, and that felt especially true in this ending cutscene. 
but I also just kind of like where it was going. Like it actually felt like an adventure. Yeah. And it totally gave motivations to Scarlet for why she's disgruntled in Voyage. It makes her a very Indiana Jones character. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. And I like, I mean, it's just good character development for Scarlet in this map. Um, I, I will say it felt a little weird where she came out of nowhere. Like, where was Scarlet in the rest of this? Now, it also makes me wonder, was she zombified? No. So remember all. how trials work. See, there's a couple of things since you're missing. Yeah. Like, I had the same questions. It's It stops time. So the trial goes... It's just like that, just like the Titanic. No, I, 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 th I thought about, I thought about that. Yeah. My thought was that, like, um, you know how at the end of Voyage of Despair, everybody yeah. comes back to life. Essentially, I was yes. curious if that happened to Scarlet as well. Fascinating. Well, maybe she shows up just after the whole house gets hit. Is the idea that could be it too? Like, like That's it, why it the car still running outside. It begs the question of like, what's the range of this magic? Which is when you're getting into like the technical details of it that really aren't that important. Yeah, it's. Um, I guess all that is important is that she shows up at the right time. But I, I, I thought, I thought that scene worked well, minus the wonky animation. The front of the mansion doesn't line up with the intro sequence, but that could be. You could argue with the trial. That that's oh. why the force shows up where the druid temple is inside Danu's trial. Because she runs out what I would assume the front of the mansion. You know how everybody's going in there? And then she gets in the car and goes away. But there should be a forest there, shouldn't there? Hold up. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that as well. But animation-wise, I'm surprised. Maybe I've missed it. Rizzo should be raking this over the coals. Like, every time I watch that intro sequence, I can't. The copy and paste with the animations all throughout it. it like, they, they do it. If you just, like, look the character three over from the character that's three over this way they're all doing the same thing and might even have like a slight discoloration in color but the models mm -hmm. are exactly the same and it's like those details drive me nuts it's basically yeah. like a, a ps2 game when you see just all this copy paste action going on and no one's actually doing anything unique and they're all like oh top of the morning oh a dancing pirouette <laughs> it's like okay the forest is the back door so the front door would be uh, so, Danu. So be different size of the house, okay. perhaps. So then it, it wraps up by by Danu. Then she disappears, and so they can go. The front is blocked by Danu's statue. Okay, I that, all right, cool, cool. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: the the final shot of the house burning is the same shot as uh, that you see in the intro. Um, what do you mean? Uh, in the in the ending. Yeah. Uh, there's a shot of everything on fire, which the house catches on fire very quickly. I will add. You bet it does. I have it um, here, don't I? In this gameplay, it's, it's nice the gameplay. same. It's the same. Uh, it's the same like side of the house that you see at the beginning when everybody's walking up. Yeah, the yeah, stairs yeah, yeah. Into the gala. It's by Danu's um, side, which you you yep. weren't familiar with because you haven't played the map yet. So no, it's okay. It is not the same exact thing. Um, I mean, even this, like, look at the coloring and the animation on her. There's stuff that I like. This feels. Are you are you talking about the intro or the the, or the, outro? the ending right now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Rizzo already made fun of the cl oh classified. Well, I raked classified over the coals. And let me point out to you though, Raygun Project, who's always so good, like at pointing out those perspectives. He told us like they were going for a noir fear on classified. I'm like, nah, I hate you. That's a pretty good explanation, right? <laughs> How dare you explain this? <laughs> then he goes, they were going for a silent movie approach to the beginning of uh of this. Of... I don't care if they're going for a silent movie approach. Your your approach doesn't justify your execution. Also, Scarlet not changing her hairstyle since she was a child. Odd. I just, I guess that's for us to understand all that sh 
uh, yeah, knockoff Maxis and that's Scarlet cool. inside the portrait, which is like, come on, come on. That's... <laughs> so she's like, what, like 12 or eight years old? She's never changed her hair. Uh, so, like, well, where is it in this intro sequence? There's stuff you can see, like, I think it's when it opens up that it, you can see the 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 curtains being peeled back type of idea. Yeah, like the door right there. Like, stuff is super zoomed in. Have you ever seen, like, um, oh, God, there was a demonstration of this type of stuff on Source Filmmaker. And pr- the stuff is proportionally whack if you actually look what it is. But because of where mm-hmm. you place the camera, you get forced perspectives on this type of stuff. And I yeah. in this cutscene, you can see, like, doors that open up, and they're, like, they're literally just, just outside the point of view. You know they're there. Like, you can tell the stuff they're moving around for the cutscene. Like, if you go in theater mode and you see how, like, the characters are, like, pushed around and they teleport around. And I'll tell you, this would actually be a fun cutscene to watch at, in the in-engine outside. I mean, I, I mean yeah. of course, you watch it in-engine, but to watch, like, in theater mode. This would actually be a fun one to watch. How does Scarlet um, have Diego's heirloom necklace before he meets him? Is that the thing that goes on top of the? Uh... I was thinking. I was actually just thinking about that too. Yeah, she has the necklace. Well, that I thought that would have been something the... he would have gave her that to just as a, a precaution. I, I would. Yeah, that would have been my guess. And um, now there, every god has their own sentinel statue, uh, no, sentinel mm-hmm. artifact, which now makes sense why they're called sentinel artifacts because they're probably protecting the trials for those gods. Trying to appease mm-hmm. those gods gives you rewards. That explains why nine, when he tries to steal the reward, he gets burned. So it's mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of that's making sense now, and it's a shame that this wasn't the first map. I've actually come to a conclusion. I have a bigger issue with this uh, necklace. With this, with, no, with this just whole scene. Oh, all of the bad guys suffer from what I call stormtrooper syndrome. Oh, they, they can't, can't hit her. Hit shit, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Like Scar, they they have like they'll have like an automatic weapon, and they can't <laughs> land a single shot. And then Scarlet, while driving, yeah, like leans out the window boom one shot right in the head of the guy like either she has amazing aim and they're just all blind no she's the antagonist or protagonist she's the one she's i know but it's 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 you know what i'm saying i know indiana jones luke skywalker it's not actually a real problem but i just that was one thing i noticed when i first saw it i'm like oh man they can't hit her but she is just nailing these shots uh i'll say though that scarlet I really appreciate the fact that Scarlet is a character first and Treyarch's not like, look at our female lead! Oh my god! Aren't we progressive? Our main character is a woman! Instead, it's like, oh, you treat them like a character. That's fantastic. It is an improvement over um, over Call of the Dead in which oh, I feel like a fifth of Sarah Michelle Gellar's uh, lines were just like tit jokes. Yep. And then Misty literally just being like, again, a farm girl slut stereotype was just, this is a great progression and it's where it's gone from. And Call of Duty Zombie. We've, imp- we, we've improved. We're a progressively. Now in 2018. Thank God. That's all it took, right? Um, the game's not stable, but we're progressive. Why is there even submachine guns in 1912, six years too early, Treyarch? You know, Black Diamond. This is a yeah. diesel punk version of the world. How many times do we got to scream pneumatic cubes before we realize this isn't actually history? <laughs> Even though it is, but it isn't. But then he's got like gas or something. I don't know. He's... I think his, his, historical accuracy went out the window when we started incorporating magic. Yeah. Do you know Do you know the name of the bad guys? Like I, I had to be reminded what their name was. Do you know what the bad guy's name is for this game? 
if you told me i would remember but for some reason i can't they're called the order oh nope that wasn't what i was thinking <laughs> but I've, I've heard that thrown around but it isn't what i was they're thinking called the order that's it the order wow that's spooky i john we're three maps in what is the conflict what? Oh no! Oh no! Did you see JC? Is that what? Is that what? JC's ready to throw me. What'd you say about my girl? What'd you say about my girl? How dare you? JC, listen to her quotes. Maybe you probably have. I don't. You yeah. The order ominous. Let's make fun of God King. Oh my God! Whoa. Oh my God, John! I saw what? it the other day. There is something historic. That is actually called God King. It's he, like Cameron Dayton didn't make up God King. He actually based it off of something legitimately. Um, I it might have been the emperors of of Japan were considered God Kings because they were both seen as religious heads of state as well okay, as but leaders. Was, that's that's been a, that's been a thing in like a lot of monarchies. Right, but I I stupidly I know it was based on history, but stupidly I thought he named it God King just because of God King, but he he even if he it wasn't intentional, he has a way out of God King wasn't the worst name possible. That like there's actually historically it can fit that God King is someone that all these people of Thule looked up to as a religious well, I've, I've figure gone, I, I, and a I'm ruler. On the, I'm on the Wikipedia page for God King. Which is literally one sentence long. Oh no! Oh God! What God King or God Dash King? God <laughs> King is it? God King or God Dash to King? God King is a term for a defied ruler, or I don't know what that you you. That's a word I don't know. Uh -huh. Otherwise, a pa pagan deity, in particular order of the Egyptian pharaohs or a pagan sacred king. Uh, uh, it fits. He didn't make it up. I've been giving him shit for months about God King. I mean, I still think God King is a really oh, crappy still, word. It still sounds lame, but that's probably but, uh, how it translates it, and that's why that's yeah, what of it course is. it of, of, probably of sounds course, dope in another. Of course, there have been examples in history of gods who, or kings who people also believe yeah. were gods or I religious mean, heads of state. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, currently we have one in uh, North Korea. They they believe he is of that. I think he would be considered a God King. Like it was when his father died, people mm. couldn't believe that. I'm pretty sure they think he's like a religious, like a godlike figure. They think he can breed her th I, I their thoughts. I, I don't want to say you're wrong, but I think it's a little more nuanced than that. Because I also it, think okay, that's fair. I, I, I also think at the same time he's like the reincarnation of Kimil Sun. Ah, okay, okay. You, you, but yeah, I also maybe they. I don't know. I'm not but I also affairs. That's fair. don't know it well enough to speak on it. But I, I, I thought that they're always the same person. I don't know. <laughs> I'll wait for the zombies map on North Korea to really dive oh, into the lore. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, so the minus the intro being a little wonky. Uh, Dark Godfrey is a great way to look at how Bruno is probably going to turn against the crew or need to be cleansed. If they steal my cleanse yeah. idea, I'm going to be mad. Oh, but we need to talk about publicly. We're not getting a London Aether map unless they did two birds with one sure stone. Are we sure about that? This is I in London. This is in London, 100%. I know, I, I know it's in London. This is I know where we, they got we, their, their noises we talk, from. We, we talked about this on Twitter. Yeah. But I don't think it outright confirms that we won't get an ether right. london map. they might be able to, i mean it would make sense that I they can, go I, there to get both I maps the argument, i can make the argument to be efficient to yes. do two london maps this season while they're already in london that saves right. them one extra trip but we already got our london map so would we if really go there was, twice 
if this was the, if this was the London map, and this is all we'll ever hear of the London map in the zombie storyline, yeah, then you could make the argument that that newspaper was from the chaos story, I guess. And now their universes are connected. But I zombie, the zombies clean up, though. I'm not, I, nope, I know, John. I know. Disagree. No, I know the zombies clean up. This is a theory I'm just throwing out there just to poke holes in things for fun. I yeah, know it's completely yeah. wrong. and It has no basis in fact. Yeah. I just love the tease that the ether and chaos aren't connected, which I know they aren't, but people have had fun with that meme over the past like few yeah. weeks. I don't know. I, I mean, saw, if, I saw I saw a funny one the other day. Actually, let me see if I can go find it. Sure. While you're finding that, I want to say that the connection between the ether and the chaos might happen if chaos can't catch on and they're losing money. I see them doing. Oh, that. I don't. I, I don't doubt that at all. As like, soon as they start, t- t- the profits are going down and down. Player engagement's going down and down. They're gonna be like, whoa, hell Mary. That's what they're keeping in their back pocket. Oh yeah, that's the hell Mary. That's Nuketown and Black Ops Four set in London. Nuketown zombies. Ugh. London being a final map would be just—I don't know. It's so unrelatable to me. But Jason's from and and Craig Houston are from Scotland and uh, UK, I believe. I mean, Scotland's part of the UK, so that's an ignorant statement. Um, I don't know. I don't know about. I'm pre- um, Jason lived. I have no pre- idea. I'm pretty sure he lived in the United Kingdom. No, no, Jason was definitely from yeah. the UK. Um, and, and Craig used to live in Scotland, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea where Craig's from. I'm going to guess Scotland just I'm, based on I'm, accents, but I well, definitely he, Craig. Well, he constantly Jason's. brings up his heritage whenever you talk to him. So I would imagine that th- uh, uh, you to know have you the know final map in London for Dr. Monty as the main <laughs> antagonist oh, to me is just like <laughs> missing the bed. It's accidentally just, just unplugged you, so so there was oh. like a brief moment of echo. I, I feel like Jason said like outside Manchester or something. I forget. Yeah, but that's why it's just like, what? but it's like Nikolai becoming the main character once again. It feels like okay, so this is Craig and Jason's personal story now. It has nothing to do with the story that was being written. Like Dempsey, by all means, should have been the leader of this group, but he's not. It's just such a uh, mess. Um, I I can't wait, Reed, till you eventually become a game developer, yeah. and then. The story of your games takes place in your like backyard. <laughs> oh God! Right. Well, I guess that's just it, right? It's just like, well, this is actually my house. This was my old house. That's the the house from uh, the children live in is actually Jason Blundell's childhood home. And that's a nod. There's some that like one. developers should put stuff in their games. 100. percent They work so hard in that. Some nods to be like, yeah, you know, that's what Easter eggs start out with. Is like, oh, you found the developers' names or credits in the game or whatever, right? That's also why we have 10 minutes of credits. Mm-hmm. But to be like almost a character in your own game, I find that super narcissistic. It's on a whole different level that you start trying to like write yourself into the story. I I, I don't know. It's just it's weird. Uh, that, I don't think it's really a level of narcissism. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's definitely there, but I give it a pass because I think a lot of authors do that. I, I like, yeah, like okay, find me okay, an find okay. me an author that doesn't qualify. incorporate You're right. himself into You're right. the story. You're hundred percent right They're, because you the author has to have a representation of himself. Like that's just the way he's going to connect with the story. I, I, I need mean, to qualify I, this. I, I would You're hundred percent right. Saying most most stories much. are a projection of the author in some sense. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll retract that. I apologize. I, I, do I need to apologize now? 
Yes. <laughs> Got to. Uh, do, am I going to be on a? Twenty eighteen. It's yeah, twenty eighteen. Unless you want to have like an oopsie moment. Oopsie. Rat Austin twenty seven makes an oopsie. <laughs> Rat Austin twenty seven calls all authors narcissists. narcissists. Including himself. I was just thinking about that too because with the D and D stuff, I definitely have a character that's made basically to be like how I so to me. As I'm saying that statement, I'm like, no, nah, there's, there's a there's a you character in my D and D story that's super handsome. Oh no, gets no, everything right. Breeze <laughs> form. He's me. And that's me. I uh, know. Uh, All the girls fawn over him. Oh Jesus Christ! I I'm saying like. Like, Samuel Tarly is supposed to be like George R. R. Martin in Game of Thrones. You don't watch it. He's a character on the show. But I feel like if Tank Dempsey, right, all of a sudden got pushed out for Blundell Jason as a character in the game, and it just like... No, we- tell, tell, me that, tell me that wouldn't be funnier if, uh, <laughs> if, J- if, if you're like, Jason... Who in the zombie storyline are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, Tank Dempsey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the bombastic American. (laughs) That would be funny. I think I'm a little too caught up on the nod about the Scotsman and the British guy dying in the Nine trial. I think that's just like, you're starting to worry me. Am I going to have, like, radios from the Scotsman and the, the, the British man helping out the chaos crew? Then it because it's different, right? It's not a character. Well, wait, wait, wait. It Jason Bundell. Like... No, no. Jason Bundell dies in this map. In which map? Oh man, you haven't seen this. Oh no. Jason Bundell has a grave in the map. Oh yeah, no, no. I saw that. Yeah, that's all the developers. Sure. Uh, e Superior Six. I'd like you to elaborate, elaborate because I, I, I'm probably getting too caught up in the words. I'm not expressing my point enough, so I'm gonna move on for this. I don't think it's. I apologize. Whatever I said is wrong. It's okay. Uh, but I still don't think Nikolai has any right to take over the group. I don't know. Nothing's been established at this point very well to really nail him as the leader. Unless they, unless Craig and Jason at this point are just going to write in Dempsey being like, and Dempsey says, man, I don't like leading. <laughs> what did you link me? Did you link me yet? What are you doing? I didn't link anything. What are you doing? I don't know. Oh. I was just looking for it. You're looking for the meme? All right. No, for the grave. Oh, for the grave. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. All right. Jason did die. So Jason's name's in the game, and then there's nods to him and Craig as other characters inside the game. It just, it just becomes a much, a bit much for my taste. So that's my opinion. So you, you, sorry, you've already turned guess, me that I it's guess, just, it's just my, hate, that's a me problem. No, that's just, I'm sorry. I guess you hate Stan Lee's cameos. But that's like fine, right? I see. This is the, the why is this nuance? Why don't I have a problem with Stan Lee cameos? But I'm getting annoyed with Jason. Doesn't you make hate sense. Fun. Yeah. You, you know what? Fuck you, Reed. Fuck and you. Jason. You hate Jason and you, fun. Yeah. Well, you know what? He told me to lighten up. Maybe that's it. That's this is what this really stems for. Jason this isn't is my therapy. dad anymore. It's this is a therapy he session. never came home. That's the worst part about this. All right. Because the order of the souls, I don't think it's meant to be anything. So you are the souls. You could argue the souls, but all the souls are in the summoning key, right? None of them are in the house yet. So, but I guess Nikolai still has his soul, so then he gets the uh, the lead. But they also wrote Nikolai in last. Excuse me. So, eh. we still got Lee Ross though. Should we should we get into the uh, the patron topic? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I, we didn't even talk about the Easter egg steps though. Easter egg oh, steps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get into that then. Uh, despite I know Milo is very upset about uh, 
three. You've you've the complained a steps. lot about the Easter egg steps yeah. as of late. So yeah. tell me, Reed, is this an improvement based on your complaints over the past few weeks? Uh, a majority improvements, I'd say. The 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 part that Milo got very upset about and smart in our game, and I kept trying to push for the idea that once we know all the spots, it's optimized. But there's nothing in game that tells you, hey, go find these symbols that don't glow underneath tables and on walls and then there's scratches that show up and you got to add up all the scratches to find the order and what you input them on the machine there's no rhyme or reason for it it's very much like the revelation rocks which is very disappointing because the way the easter egg starts is you have these glowing uh rocks and the, the bubbling in vases you smash the vase oh my god look at this that's a rock and the characters even say, yo, you know, Alistair wouldn't hide this if it wasn't important. Some say, like, maybe we kill zombies by it. Kill one zombie, it's a soul box. It makes sense. Then you put your hands on it, and, oh, you see a vision. Oh, I got to go find that thing. That's very clear. The Easter egg steps are now getting you in order of figuring out how this goes. So now, okay, we do that. Oh, it opens Pack-A-Punch. It's all going really smart. But now you open Pack-A-Punch. I don't know what to do for the Easter egg. I don't – I have no idea. Well, you know what? Why am I getting the prompt to look at the crystals again? You look at the crystals, each crystal shows you, like, the start or, like, the objective of the main Easter egg quest. It shows you the telescope lens you need to try and redirect. It shows you the uh, knights, and it shows you the wicker man uh, sacrifice uh, pyre. It's like, that's that's fantastic, because that is something that's built in-game that someone doesn't have to go on and guide online to figure out. They go... Oh my God, there's got to be something to this. You walk outside to the Wicker Man thing, these trees, gigantic, super obvious leaves get in your face and all of a sudden you're like, what is this about? You shoot it and a branch falls down. You interact with the branch, it goes over. You go to all the, the leaves that have fallen off the trees, you have a Wicker Man statue. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, so now you, you or Wicker Man Pyre. You get outside the Wicker Man Pyre, uh, there's a grave, tombstone. You just All you got to do is interact with the tombstone you might find on the map. You go into this blurry vision mode. It's all it's all making sense. It's all cause for concern. Now you get on the pyre, nothing happens. Well, what do you need on a pyre, John? You need to burn it. How could you possibly mm. burn it? Well, if you play the map enough, you'll learn that you can upgrade Alistair's weapon to enough where you can actually get a fire sphere to, to spawn in on the map. It's like an elemental ray gun. And it'll and that causes the zombies to disintegrate and fire. That's okay. So you could make that connection. Fire gun, pyre. And that sends you through that Easter egg step. You die, and then you go find a ghost. You can just run into this. You're permanently in ghost mode. You can stumble across her, and now she comes over, and you have a druid stone. If you listen to the radios, the druid stones have all this rich lore. makes perfect sense why they do what they do and why it unlocks the druid temple. It brings you back to life. And then you're done with that step. That whole side of that Easter egg is just brilliant. It's self-contained. You can do it by yourself. You can do it on the run. You can do it on the fly. You can brute force the new weapon, the mystery, the the ray gun, the Alistair's Annihilator, or you can get it out of the box. And it, there's a logical progression to how you do that type of stuff. The, the upgrade quest may be not as clear, but all that works really well self-contained. Now... Go to the, uh, let's see, what's the, the night one. The night one was pretty, shit, how does that one start, though? Because you got to get the crystals to go into the night statues. And it's it's very obvious, if you again, if you listen to the radios, that actually, that could be the start of the Easter egg, basically saying that he dug up three night statues and reprised them. So you go, 
why? Okay, let me go find these statues. You see the statues. You see uh, shapes missing inside the statues. Okay, how do I go get those? And then the thing's also telling you the knights are the problem. So I, I, I don't remember it now off the top of my head. Darn it. I'll, I'll have to go get the rid of it up. But the, the big catch-up here, right? You use the, for the telescope, you have to use silver bullets to cause a lightning strike to shoot a beam that goes toward a lens. And then the light gets caught up because Atlas has his these mirrors. And then eventually the light causes this stone in the middle to explode Atlas so it has a clear connection to the observatory. Once it gets to the observatory or laboratory, then from there, you end up needing to find these symbols across the map. And then you also need to electric bash the 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 telescope to clear the moon. That, that The whole telescope side is where things start getting a little like, all right, there's, it's shady logic. We got some shady logic going in here, but not, not terrible. Uh, I'm going to go get up the last steps. But for the most part, minus finding the symbols that aren't explained at all, everything seems like something you could figure out on your own, which I think is a big step forward. Now, the fun factor of in Solo, uh, it needs to be, it might be, though, like the Elder Scrolls in Skyrim, when you unlock the Elder Scroll, it's like two left, one middle, one right, three left, and you unlock the Elder Scroll. If that is, if it always defaults in the same way with Atlas, and you can be like two turns left, two turns right, one turn middle, and then that causes the, the, the sequence to go, then you don't have to worry about zombies hitting you while you're doing basically the... Uh, the final right chime steps or voice of God step, which is inevitable. Artificial inflation of time because you just got to keep running in circles to turn shit while zombies are bothering you. I hate artificial inflation of shit. It is literally the worst thing in the world. So knights. Uh, insert the fire. Oh, that's why. So you have to, you do the fire trap and you shoot a charge annihilator shot. The fire goes blue you take out your shield, you go through it, and then you go to all the different sections of the map, and then you gotta shoot the fireplaces with or bash the fireplaces with your shield in a correct order. There's three different sections, and the way they turn on and off, you could figure out, and then that gets you the crystals. Then you put the crystals inside the knights. The knights go to collect their souls in the forest. You fight them off, and then you end up killing a werewolf inside a knight triangle. So there's a logical progression. I think that's the core of it. I just ran down the whole Easter egg for anybody that's not familiar with it. Uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised at this point you were able to pretty much go through the whole Easter egg. But it feels logical to me, which is yeah. kind of what we asked for. Massively different. Massively different from, like, and we don't even know if we actually create a Philosopher's Stone. That's us bend, bending over backwards to justified voyage. Why does shooting... Electric sockets with elemental zombies cause alchemy symbols to spawn and then teleport you into trials. Trials within trials. It's like Inception. It's mm -hmm. just, we're really like, okay, this is hard for the sake of hard. Where a lot of this felt really rooted in the logic of the map. And that's what I, I adored about this map. Mm -hmm. All right. Patreon questions. So, if you Patreon have, you, yeah, you apparently have no input, so Patreon topics. Well, I, I, I don't yeah. have much to say on the specific steps because I haven't done them. Yeah, it's fine. So I don't know what to really add to that. Oh, yeah. But, um, the first one we have, a, this is actually a, a really good uh, question from Bala 20 who asks, mm -hmm. if all the views are the same, 
what's the most enjoyable type of video to make? So I guess in this question, you can make any type of zombies video you want. You're going to get all the same views no matter what. What do you make? Hmm. See, there's a side of me that instantly says, if I'm getting the same views, no matter if I put a little effort or a lot of effort into the yeah, video, puts a little effort. you're going to get some real low quality videos from me. Right. Um, That's an interesting But at the, same, at the same time, um, I, I think we definitely both lean story in that sense. Certainly. I mean, specifically to our content, like, I, I like the less than 10 minute storyline videos. I hate 20, anything that's 15, 20 minute plus storyline videos to edit is a slog fest for me because yeah, I do a yeah. lot of editing. I, it's an eight hour edit. I just want, I'm not, I'm just unhappy by the end of it. It's just so not fun by the time I get done with those. Uh, like the, one of my most viewed videos recently was the uh, ending to Blood of the Dead. And that was, I had zero fun. At no point did I enjoy that making that video because I was sleep deprived. I knew I had to get it up and I worked like all the way through the night from like 12 to 7 a.m. to post it. And the worst part is after you edit for all those hours on a 20 minute video, then you still got to do all the goddamn metadata thumbnail. It just doesn't mm -hmm. stop. Then you got to do the cards once it uploads. It's just this endless. Process. Well, in this in this world, you don't really need to worry about no. that as much because you're going to get the same amount of views regardless. So I think it's it's more about just the video itself of what you want to make. I'd say like, I think I'm definitely in line with you where I'm sticking to the shorter end. Yeah. Short um, thesis like 10, scripted less than 10 minutes, I'd say. Yeah. Or exactly 10 minutes, I guess. <laughs> okay, everybody, I love that when people accuse you yeah. of um of like of trying to hit exactly 10 minutes or getting as close to 10. I never think about that at all. No, never. Like I I I guess it's better for you, but I honestly the video length is as long as you, the video is so you know why I think it is my mind. Um uh, once you get over 10 minutes, you you know how on your ads you have insert ads in bulk where you can choose to place ads? Yeah. You can't do that on less than 10-minute video. So now you can place 10 ads in a video if you wanted to. So then you oh, make I more money. It, I thought it was a watch time thing. I thought it was then. too, but I, I don't think that's necessarily the only reason now. Well, regardless, yeah. um, I'm definitely in this realm going shorter 10-minute like story videos. Um and each one, it's it's less about like explaining the entire story, but more just topic based. I think. Yeah, I was I was gonna worry about views. You can get even more obscure. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like oh, I don't want to make this topic because nobody's gonna actually care about this one. I think I think the best the best part of that, that is it would open the door for more obscurity. Yes, I was about to say like five to ten minute storyline videos, scripted videos, or just interest videos. I think that's where I would love to go. Just like this week, I decided to research just something like ridiculous i don't know let's what i was looking up this week was war atrocities I, mm. american war atrocities and if i could get a video out of that that could be educational and fulfilling that would be amazing that's the content i would like to do is just whatever kind of like a cpg gray he just gray. I, I always forget cgp gray yes okay i it's always like he just comes up like with anything interesting Mm -hmm. New York State border disputes with New Jersey, how like voting systems work, uh, kingdoms, like, everywhere, all across the board, just interesting stuff. How how I you would know better me than titles of those videos. Yeah, but I, I, I would I, I would assume so in this scenario though we're sticking to zombies. Yeah, if we have to stick to zombies, mm -hmm. then it's still gonna be like opinion pieces. So you know yeah. how Lex kind of just 
talks ver- vomits on his videos <laughs> for like uh, 10 minutes he just memes it up like that type of stuff but in our storyline way would probably be the optimal videos to post mm-hmm. really great right, question next, that was awesome next question from the only clop yeah. and i think it's a good one because this is kind of something we discussed in the previous two episodes mm-hmm. he said is the dead of the night the savior to black ops 4 zombies or not of what magnitude must DLC's two maps have to be? Um, uh, I'd say we definitely going into this map said like this map needs to kill it yeah. if you want to revive zombies. Like we need another DE level map. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've achieved DE level. Um, I also don't know whether or not how much saving this game needs. Like views are definitely low for a DLC. I wonder how much that plays into people knowing there was even mm-hmm. DLC coming out. Time out. You what? Funny exchange where this guy gets hidden and timed out, and the Milo is like, "I agree," <laughs> to the guy that got timed out, and then just oh. the the ignorant statements. Get a job like the rest of us. I work more hours than you, you little bitch. God, <laughs> I do more work. I deal more taxes. Oh, more issues owning your own business. Who just plays video games for a living? God, I wish my life was that easy. You ignorant moron. You think some people, if you're watching these streams, you would even have a little more education about that type of stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just sorry. Just had well, to get anyway, that out. Yeah. Do you consider Dead of the Night the savior Black Ops 4 needed? No, and I don't think it needs a map because I'm convinced Absolute Zero is... Shown us, shown us the way to uh, what Treyarch needs to do. I'm logging in every day to grind a tier because I really want Ultimus Dempsey in a battery outfit at like levels 95 and 98 on the tier mm-hmm. system. And it's just, it's as soon as we get that customization of mastery weapons or whatever they're called uh, inside zombies, because that's something players can see their guns in game. And as soon as they can see character changes with this amazing armors and stuff like that, people are just going to be logging in to get stuff. Now, it's going to be a grind fest like World War II, but you're, you're going to have a lot of the community just being content with being able to do things. That was promised, and I think that's what Factions is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Redfield McGee115 asks, for whoever has to do the 12-hour transit stream, <laughs> do y'all plan on bringing on guests to play with you every now and then, or do you guys have something cooked up? We, we don't have, have anything no cooked plans, up. We haven't the... even competed yet to see who is going to do the 12-hour stream. Yeah, those My, plans my, will my thought was it would just, like, if it was me, it would just be me by myself, or it would just be you by yourself. That's so boring, though. We should try and do something. I mean, you could have you know what we should do? I don't think Yo, John. Fuck this. Fuck this. What? I'll contact Noah uh, just to try and get his permission on selling. I have old EE for seed posters, right? Instead of recycling them. We could, for whoever wins the 12, loses the 12-hour thing, we could make it a charity event. And so then we could have a 12-hour charity drive actually raising money for a charity of – you know what, John? We could even do it so we the winner chooses the charity, and we will both be doing the charity drive and feature guests. Why don't we turn it into something, instead of like a dick measuring contest, worthwhile? So now, like, you can leave. Mm. I might host the 12 12- – yeah, you like this too, so you're I not mean, a long you 12 have hours. Me, but... You have me on bo- – I, I, I'm not going to say no to the charity event because yeah. I'm all for the charity event. Because we didn't get E for but C. I- I like the idea, though, of like we had this bet and the punishment is that the loser has to do the 12 hour stream. I, I kind of want to retain that a little. OK, 
So the, the loser still has to head the 12 hour stream, but like we could, uh, like for the posters, if you donate five, 25 bucks, uh, Reed will send you one of the old EE for C posters because the money's going toward the charity stuff. My, like your money minus the cost of saying the posters and all that. I mean, we could do that. I'm all for that. I don't have an issue with that. And then um, we could have people showing up throughout as you continue to play transit, people either join your games and have fun, or do you want isolation? You just want to be 12 hours alone. Because I don't think it's a successful charity event if it's just you I, alone. I, no, no, that's hours. the thing. I don't think it would work well as a charity event. Charity event, yeah. and it, and yeah. you'd have to do what you're suggesting, but I yeah. feel like it loses its punishment, you know? Yeah, because well, it's mean... like you and I are gonna face off in a one v one, and Lord yeah, knows you're... I'm gonna do whatever it takes not to lose because I don't want to play transit for twelve hours. Yeah. But if we're both just gonna be playing transit for twelve hours, I think these are two separate ideas that one we should develop and the other we just move forward with. All right, we'll have to workshop it because, like, like, like we, like, we I mean, we can, this, we can fuck we each other over doing other event. stuff, John. <laughs> but I don't see be... why we can't do both. I guess we could do both because that might be fun to have people. Because I like the idea that we have to keep playing twelve-hour transit streams, but maybe one time we'll get in the game and we do the Easter egg, we do Maxis Richtoff, and sometimes we just have an interesting guest featured and they're talking to us for a while, and then it's see, just I us in isolation it just, or just you. I always imagine it's twelve hours transit nonstop. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I that's, that was originally it. Twelve hours, you may be on like round seventy something, you know? Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we're we're, we'll we're going to workshop. That, but that's that's we're more work is the problem, ideas. right? Just take on more responsibilities in our stress-filled life that apparently <laughs> we don't have a real job despite us raising... I guarantee we have raised more money than that worthless... Pe uh, okay, I'm too too much, too much. Than that ignorant individual being like, get a real job! We have had a greater impact than Mr. <laughs> Armchair Critic. And who am I one to talk? I'm an armchair critic. I'm a loser on the internet. Jesus. Go ahead. Get the next guy. Next question. All right. Famex asks Famax. a premise patron. Thoughts Prim on the classified game over theme being titled Ends Justifies the Means. Were you aware of this? No. The game over? No, says I wasn't. Do I care though? Is, is the no, real, no, no, no. I feel question. I feel like I'm supposed to be worked up by it, but I'm not. Do, I don't know. Do I do I give a fuck about the either storyline anymore? I mean, I feel like they've gutted that for me. Chaos seems more fun because it's just simpler at this point. I don't have to deal mm. with all the like Monty's actually responsible for everything. Like we talked about it last week, where it's just yeah. like the perks were made by Group Nine Three Five. Not anymore. Monty did it. It's like okay. Mm. All right, Bowtie Geek uh, asks, do you believe that the surprise release of Dead of the Night is a one-time marketing approach, or do you think it, it will be... Do you think all of Black Ops 4 DLC launches will be short notice? I, think, uh, I still think they ran out of marketing money, to be honest with you, because normally they have money to market it in January during the next quarter, and they just didn't have any more money to market zombies in December. Like, they're spending all their advertising dollars to sell the game. It might Potentially, be. Potentially, that's an influence. I, I think they're definitely going to change their approach after this DLC. But my thought was that like the surprise release was maybe um, as like a way to thank those who kind of stuck around. And then in addition to that, by doing a release by, by rather, rather than rather than promoting the map and the DLC pack as a whole, they just promote the season pass. And then because they're doing this leading up to Christmas, um, it's a way to drive sales for that over the Christmas season where it's like, it's like, okay, not only should you ask your parents for black ops four for Christmas, but ask your parents for the black ops past two, because
because look at this brand new map dead of the night that just released right now you're getting five zombie experiences when you get the game for christmas you know i think i think they're changing their approach on how they sell this like they're they're selling it more as one fantastic package full of wonderful goodies rather than buy this 15 dollar pack that's my thought process but who knows that's a fair one i think there's a lot i think there's a very complicated answer uh, because it's a very complicated company. So, uh, Cheese Puff asks, are you yeah. okay with Nuketown being DLC 2 if they expanded it enough, or would you rather a new map altogether? New map, but we're going to get yeah, Nuketown. It's going to be all right. And, you know, I mean, they've already Blackout, man, just the retextures of Blackout. Remember how we criticized it for not looking great? It looks beautiful. It's all autumn. There's Christmas mm-hmm. trees everywhere and wreaths, and it's it's beautiful what they did. They changed the lighting on Nuketown and in the lighthouse. So to me, they're probably they're gonna be re-releasing Nuketown Island as the next Nuketown map, which is exciting. Because think about how how excited we would get if we had Nuketown Island as a zombie map. Nuketown, I- yeah. you know how cool that sounds. But the problem is we've already been to Nuketown, and it's just and I've already played Nuketown Island and Blackout, so it doesn't feel like new content again. So. Uh, Tribute three forty seven asks, "How's your Sunday going, Reed and John?" My Sunday is good. good. We celebrated my grandfather's birthday, his ninety second birthday today. That's why we delayed the show. So, I appreciate everyone being past, uh, patient with the show. And thanks, John. I appreciate that. I'll tell I him he's hanging in there. I, I didn't know that's why you delayed the show. When you yeah. asked me to delay it, I didn't ask questions. Yeah, I mean, I typically don't ask for you either. It's just, it's okay. We're busy people. And something like that. He's 92. I don't know how many years I got left with my grandpa. So it's something that I'm going to prioritize over my stupid YouTube job. Like maybe I should just go get that real one. I'm aware. So um, Magna Collider 15 asks, yeah. read specifically, how much have you played or how often are you playing Blackout? And how do you like the character unlock? Fuck, I'm playing it every day now. Since Absolute Zero dropped, I'm playing it multiple hours a day every day, more than zombies. So you've been playing for four days straight. That that's more days straight. I haven't played Call of Duty Zombies four days straight since launch, so I know. But it's just it's just funny when you it's too when much. You put it like that. Well, that's like still I'm I'm probably I've been playing it for I've been playing it every day. How many days has it been? I I must have four. put like nine <laughs> hours that, into the game mode. But compare that to like old games. It'd be like like how many days in a row did you play Black Ops Three? I don't know. I take long breaks. Oh, because I play other games. I was always playing other games. Because I like video games. John doesn't. <laughs> oh, you say that, but after the show, I'm buying a Switch and playing playing Smash Ultimate. Yeah, Ultimate. boy, I'm dying, waiting for Christmas. There's this one guy I follow. I know I should just unsubscribe, but I'll never remember his name. He's posting all the spoilers to Smash. He's so good. He's like Profusa wait, Gaming wait, so you or something smash like that. It? No, it's a Christmas present. So like, oh, I don't want to know all the leaks, and I'm seeing. Oh, I, I see these names. I'm like, hoping, ah, no, oh, I don't. I just want to. I was hoping. I was hoping you already had Smash, and then I, when I got it tonight, I was gonna play with you and I'd kick your butt. But I guess I can't do that. Not yet. No, wait till Christmas. I'll be a Christmas noob. I want that Here's joy. Question, do I have to? Do I have to buy a new GameCube adapter, or do the Wii U ones work on this? I believe the Wii U ones work on this. No, the this the. Oh yeah, it is Wii U. Yeah. Because it's just a USB. USB. It's just a USB. Okay, good. And you plug the USB into the back of the uh, the the docking station. I like one of my fondest memories ever in all of gaming is when I was without any internet, not knowing what I was doing. I was I was a young kid, maybe eight years old, ten years old. I'm playing Donkey Kong in a hundred man melee, and I'm just doing down B. Boom 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 boom. I beat it, and then 
and then Falco. Is that like, it? Falco? Yeah, and a new uh, challenger appears, and I was just like, the 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 meme where the mind is exploding, like just random unlocked character came out of nowhere, wasn't trying to do it, is one of the best experiences I've ever had in gaming. And I just kind of want to try and get that. Like, I don't know what the roster is besides what they did for, on the reveal. So I'm trying not to see. And people are like, how do you, you feel about this the... pers- Persona character being in the game? I'm like, God damn it. How do you, you feel the about roster? this thing? It, 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 The tagline is everyone that is was here. here. No, I've seen that. But there's more than everyone, though. There's still more characters. Oh, you don't know the new ones? No. I've been purposely oh. trying not to because it's fun. And so I'd be like, oh, look at that. That's super dope. But when people are like, there's anime characters in Smash now, I'm like, oh, no. Oh no! Is Naruto or Goku finally in Smash? Once that happens, it's like it's not fun. You're gonna, for you're, gonna you're gonna love playing as as uh, Waluigi. Now I know he's not in the game. <laughs> That's no way! No way he's in the game. I would have saw no. I would have saw know. memes. No <laughs> way is he in the game. Absolutely Maybe. not. Maybe. No. Uh, okay. No. Uh, final question. Greer asks, do you yeah. think that making the normal difficulty of zombies harder would increase the overall engagement with the mode? Uh, I don't think so, because I think when they when they, when they they made the game easier by adding an extra health, I think that actually improved reception of the game and made more people willing to play it. Yeah. It definitely made me more interested in playing it. Like, zombies I was going to play regardless, but mm-hmm. it was like, ah, this is going to be a grind, because I, I hate having three hits. But, like, when they upped it to four, that made me more I, there there's a balance yeah but i think i think they're close enough at that balance i have i have a great uh some great input to this too in the sense that i was playing rush on the new map which is enjoyable but your health is only 150 in rush which is weird that's not great because rush you can't choose difficulties and I think that's terrible because rush is like one of the only modes, if not the only mode where the zombies can run faster than you. So you have less health and the zombies get super speed and it's so easy for them just to three swipe you. It's almost, it's not fun once you get deeper into rush where I feel like it should be getting even more fun the deeper you get into rush. It, mm-hmm. it literally gets to a point where it's like, you, you just can't, you can't win once you get to this point. It's just not possible. The game just decides you lose. And so I, you don't want normal difficulty getting any harder. I would like, well, I'm, I'm just saying just to input as in rush mode, rush seems like it needs to be the buff. It needs the 200 health buff like you suggested. In normal mode, I, I think I agree with you. I think it, I, I think they did fine so far. I don't think it needs to be harder because we have hardcore, because we have uh, survival, realistic, realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's all right. Yeah, and I think I think realistic is the perfect like you think you're good, sit back down kind of game mode. Yeah, especially with Baru completing nine, incredible unrealistic, and other people getting around fifty. Yeah, he did that the first week by himself or with a team. Team. Okay, still still impressive. Still incredibly impressive. I'd say though the first Easter egg solo completed unrealistic will be incredible. That'll be a feat. Yeah. Hmm. But that's it for the uh, the premise, or not the premise, just the patron topics. Cool. What do you have? Uh, I got some uh, donations. Bowtie Geek, our good friend Nick. Uh, are you worried that the rumored Chronicles 2 with all the other maps remastered will be in the BO4 system? Will that ruin the maps? I don't know how maps like Buried and Call of the Dead will work with only four perk machines. It really does scare me. It's strange, right? With the when, new- he says, when he says rumored, 
have there actually been developments on these rumors or are we just it's going still off this rumors? jason's yeah. bullshit that's what i thought just yeah. making sure it, it would definitely change the experiences dramatically if we have to you have the new perk system and the elixir system in all the zombie chronicle maps zombie chronicles 2 um i don't know I, I i doubt it would make the maps will lose a lot of their charm that's for sure that people mm -hmm. remember because this customization will just gloss over what made those maps so special in the past. Wouldn't like, you love it, was just hard most of the time. Wouldn't, maps. You, wouldn't you love it, though, if there was, like, an option or a game mode or a mutation mode where it's, like, classic perk option? Yeah. That, that would be, be nice. Great. I'd appreciate that. I'd really appreciate that. I agree with you, dude. That, oh, my God. It's such an easy way to fix one of the biggest gripes minus you're not earning XP. You got to be able to earn XP in your customized modes. I got to mm -hmm. just let it go. Like, ah. Uh, Make it like the third of the rate of earning XP, or one or half the rate. You just come on. It's so. I don't know your your game. Your the, the levels itself are artificial. It's so who gives a shit if you're prestige master in Call of Duty Black Ops Four Zombies? What does that prove? It's John? Huge read. What does that huge. prove? What's the difference if you're doing it in mutations versus a guy that did it in all the normal modes? You're gonna get late if you do it the, the hardest way. Andy donated. Milo says the game is going to die in two no months. Uh, good for Milo. He's been in the chat for quite a while. I think the game mode for YouTubers may die. I think content is in a bad, bad shape. But I would, I would definitely say that I, like I said on the show, two months from now, I think they're going to catch up to what's happening right now with absolute zero, and a ton of people are going to be like, "Oh, Treyarch's amazing." And then by the end of the year, it's gonna we're gonna have divided groups of people who will not forgive. We're gonna have people that forgive and forget, and then we're gonna have people that are just completely like, "What the game's perfect now." A year and a half later, because it's gonna have factions, it's gonna have all the maps, it's gonna be fixed. Zombie Chronicles Two will come out. The YouTubers will be flying out. They will make their amends. Noah's gonna be like, "Yeah, it's totally." It takes John. Realistically, how much does it take for Treyarch to fix everything? This could be done in like a month. They could fix all the community problems. They could oh, yeah. release maps. They could give all these cool items. The game. It's like once, once they're. I'll, I'll, I'll make a judgment once they're rolling. Yeah. And it seems like the ball has just started to pick exactly. enough momentum that I can see when we're going to be rolling. I think it's. But I, but I also do think it's too soon to judge because because yeah. what if we have like a three month drought? Yeah. Exactly. Then I feel like all that momentum's lost. In their minds, there's smiles in the interview because they know where it's going. But as the consumers, it's just like, why? Like, what is going on? Like, I just, mm -hmm. it's, they can't see because they know the path that lies ahead. We are just in the dark about what the hell they're doing. And it's frustrating as consumers not to have anything communicated to us about it for a game we mm -hmm. really want to like. Um, I had another point. Back it up a little bit, though. What were we just uh, what, this conversation though? Don't remember. Treyarch year, the game's gonna be good. Give me a moment. No, I really wanted to make this point. Dead in two months? Question mark. Get in two um, months. The game mode, they could fix it overnight. Oh, go ahead. Next, next. Do you have another donation or I'll no, go no. To the next one? Uh, we're going through your donations. Okay. Uh, this map is corny, but I love it. Enjoy the show, everyone. From the only cop. Thank you so much for the donation, dude. And I, I agree. I, I think it's a very genuine map. 
I'm not not so much wholesome. It's just a genuine map. It doesn't feel the gimmicks work really well. The Celtic uh, werewolf and vampire lore is fantastic. Danu's lore is great. The mansion map fit, fits well. Alistair's laboratory is beautiful. The graveyard and mausoleum's awesome. Just really good. Really, really, really good job with this map all the way around. I don't think mm. it's an instant classic. I don't think it'll be played for years and years to come. I think that's just that's a different problem. That's uh, exhaustion from zombie fatigue. That's 50, 40, 50 maps between all the Call of Duty zombie games to choose from. At this point, it's just like, it's just too much. You got um, anything else? No. Whatever you got in terms of uh, donations, I think. All right. Uh, posters have all been sent out for my poster sale. Uh, international Zombros posters haven't been sent out yet. Control Freaks, E1 Gaming Cheer sponsorships are in the description. I really wanted to make a point. I really, there oh. was something really important I wanted to say about that last topic. I don't know what your point is, but I should say that my posters have gone out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like one or two stragglers, but they're going out. But they're pretty much all out. And they should, you should expect them like Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Jason and Craig know where it's going, and we don't know where it's going. That's causing the community to get mad. It's right there. It's right on the forefront. I, I don't know. It was another comment about just the, the... Oh, well, did I make the comparison of... Uh, from Tolarian game uh, card community last week about the presentation. No. All right. Well, um, I watched this Ultimate Masters. There's a card, Magic the Gathering. They released this box set. They release tons of new cards all the time, and these are reprints of the most expensive cards. A pack of these costs about eleven or twelve dollars. A box costs about three hundred dollars. It's super overpriced, but the stuff you get out of the box could actually make a lot of money. So if you if you're in that Magic investment card market. He made a video criticizing how bad the the MSRP pricing is of of it. And he had a metaphor the following video because people were saying that he called Ultimate Masters garbage. And he was taking up issues with how it was sold and presented to the consumers. And he goes, you can have a fantastic product, but it can be presented like garbage, causing it to be perceived poorly and hurt the product in general. So his his big uh, metaphor was you can – cook an incredible filet mignon steak it can taste fabulous you can be at a fancy restaurant at this incredible atmosphere you pay a bunch of money for this steak but if it's served to you on a trash can lid it's gonna hurt your appetite if not ruin your appetite and Mm -hmm. that is sort of what Treyarch has done with zombies at this point that when it's fixed in a year, it's going to be this filet mignon steak. It's going to be incredible. We're going to love it, or whoever's still around is going to love it. But they've botched the delivery both because of their own problems and things out of their control so many times. It has really hurt how we perceive the game and how the community, the community's current state is. It's so, It's so rough. It's so toxic right now. It's just like... And everybody's saying it's toxic. It only makes it more toxic. It's such a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'm part of the problem just there. I apologize. I'm a piece of garbage. So everybody stop being fucking angry about this stuff. Come back to the game in six months and it'll probably be fun. All right. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all we got this week. We'll see you next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. Oh, it is. It's almost Christmas. Wait, let me look at that. Let me look at that. 
Ah, we're good. We're good. We're good. It's the night before Christmas Eve. 23rd, yeah. Okay, so we'll see you December 23rd for another episode of Zombros, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll have my D&D game on that day. Oh, by the way, go um, in my Discord if you want to see that D&D stuff. I'm still doing that. I might create a separate channel and just post them on there for fun. But I don't know. I, I love D&D, and I get way more out of that recently than I do my videos. I'll see you in the next one. Bye now. Take care. Be safe. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We will see you in the next episode.